0: Listeners, welcome to this short series of podcasts celebrating some of our presenters at SAEM 22 in New Orleans, Louisiana this year. In this podcast, we have Dr. Ryan Follette of the Virtual Presence Committee interviewing some of the planning committee members for our SAEM 22 Consensus Conference, Diversity, Equity and Inclusion, developing a research agenda for addressing racism in emergency medicine. If you're listening in advance of the conference, we hope to see you there. If you're listening afterwards, you can find more information about this consensus conference and other events at SAM22 at SAM's website, SAM.org. And without further ado, I give you Dr. Ryan Follette, as well as Dr. Neha Rakauer and Dr. Jeffrey Druck. Good morning. My name is Ron LaFollette, former chair of the Virtual Presence Committee, and looking forward to hosting this section. Uh, every year at the annual meeting, one topic takes center stage in the brief conference this year at SAM 22. Uh, the consensus conference is regarding diversity, equity, and inclusion, so developing a research agenda for addressing racism in emergency medicine. And we're fortunate to have joining us here, uh, Dr. Neha Ruckauer, an EM and sports physician at the Mayo Clinic, as well as uh, Dr. Jeffrey Druck, a professor at uh, the University of Colorado, and both integrantly involved in uh, co-chairing this year's Consensus Conference. Um, so both of you, welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast, as well as uh, leading this year's Consensus Conference. You want to tell us a little bit about the origins of how this was selected and kind of how both of you got involved.
1: So last year we had a Consensus Conference on the social determinants of health. And during the last couple of years in America, we've seen um, a sort of a cry for help, a cry for us to talk about racism in America. And so this is in partnership or in response to that cry for "Let's, let's talk about this. Let's see what's happening in healthcare when it comes to racism. And then I think the other thing that fed into the creation of this topic was also the very obvious di- disparities seen in outcomes in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. We heard early on that there were differences in the way um, people in lower socioeconomic neighborhoods were being treated, identified, and managed. And so I think all these things sort of came together and led to the um, development of this consensus conference.
2: Yeah, I would 100% agree. I think that also, you know, the social, um, uh, the civil unrest has really um, brought racism to the forefront of our knowledge base. And I think that it's one of those things that as we look at, we realize that it needs to be something that we address as a group, that it's not something that individual uh, people can change overall. And that emergency medicine really sits at that intersection of how it is that we treat people across the board. Um, And that we really have a tremendous opportunity to change both the face of medicine and how it is that we treat patients across the board around that issue of racism.
0: And I love that you guys have outlined the conference, the kind of three main pillars, so education, leadership and sponsorship. Um, And so I was hoping that you could relate each of those to both what you want to get out of it, uh, out of the conference, as well as really how it applies to emergency medicine. So. Let's start with education. Um, what role does the average emergency physician, uh, no matter what their academic role is, of uh, play in uh, advancing diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion?
2: Well, I think that every emergency physician has a duty to change how they treat patients. Um, you know, with SAEM focused on the academic component, Uh, A large component of our of our pillar around education is really focused on how it is that we educate our residents and our students about appropriate care for patients, regardless of what their color is. Uh, And more importantly, how it is that we edit our own implicit biases to try and minimize those effects on our patients. Uh, I think similarly, it's also around how we recruit the next generation of medicine. In terms of making sure that that generation of medicine is going to accurately represent what our patient population looks like um, and so a lot of that that information is around who it is that we recruit and how it is that we recruit and uh, and what that looks like going forward
1: and I would add you know we in medical school we learn quite a bit about pathology of disease and then when we look at the outcomes of black Americans versus white americans um with different diseases, we realize, oh, we have to wonder, Is it? are we victims to the same mythology that propagated slavery hundreds of years ago, right? Like, are the things that we're learning in medical school, are they actually not biased? And if they are biased, how do we reverse that when people become residents? And how can we improve the care that we give?
0: And so I think uh, a lot of departments have started to reflect uh, and kind of integrate um, some of these principles into how they manage their departments. But if you're a department who has not started down that path yet, um, what what are the questions that a department could be asking themselves or an individual academician or individual emergency physician could be asking themselves of how they could uh, improve and what kind of questions they should be reflecting on as they approach this conference or their daily practice?
1: I think I would start small. I I agree that a lot of people have started looking into this, but not not everyone. And I think it's because there's a really good part of us that says, you know, I provide the same care to every patient that I see. So how could my outcomes be different? And I would say the first step is, look, look at your patients' demographics and look at the outcomes based on race or look at the outcomes based on zip code even and see, are they the same? Are people getting pain medication for long bone fractures at the same rate as everybody else? Or are patients getting pain medication for appendicitis? Or are are patients getting state-of-the-art healthcare across all socioeconomic strata? And I would say that's that's a good way to first start. And then, you know, that's for patient outcomes. We can talk about faculty development also, right? So are patients advancing through the academic ranks at the same rate across the board? or across the genders, or by race, you know? And so, and then another area to look at is salary disparities. And so there's a lot of different ways to just tip your, put your toe in the water and see, is there differences in this department?
0: Great, and then um, both of you just personally, what are you looking to get out of the conference? Like, what are you looking forward to in getting this group of people together?
1: I'm really excited to get a lot of thought leaders in the room that can start asking really good questions and can help, you know, and hopefully ignite a couple of little fires so we can see what we're doing. And it's sort of a call to action, like what can we be doing differently? It's kind of exciting to see how we can change science and how we can change outcomes for each of us personally, for all of our patients, for each of us professionally. I'm kind
2: of excited by that. I 100% agree. I, I think that the other thing that I'm excited about is, is that um, you know this is not the kind of conference where we have to convince people that racism is important. All the people that are gonna be attending the consensus conference are people that know the impact that racism has. And it's really more a matter of getting at the, the idea of what is it that we can do to change things. And I think that idea of changing things is really what is gonna bring us all together.
0: And then say that I'm a medical student, junior faculty, someone that is interested in the topic, but may not be able to attend the consensus conference. What are the outputs? Like what are the next things that I should be looking out for after this? Uh, these minds are melded?
2: We're, we're hoping for at least 30 publications. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That would be great though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> there is going to be a paper that we're publishing that's going to talk about the outcomes of the consensus conference. Um, which if it stopped right there, um, you know, I think we would have met our goal, but I think that both both Nia and I are really focused on trying to make sure that we actually get some outputs that are actually gonna change the way that we address racism. So the idea is to develop these projects that people are going to actually work on, that hopefully are gonna change the way that people look at the care of patients, uh, the selection of, of people within medicine, the advancement of faculty, so that we actually move forward.
1: And I would say if you're a medical student or junior faculty or even mid-career faculty and you can't attend the conference, there's still ways to get involved. You know, this is a this is a, a long process with lots of calls and meetings. And the consensus conference is just one place in a, one moment in, t- in time along a whole spectrum of time to get involved. So even if you wanted to get involved, you still could. Not,
2: not to plug SAEM here or anything, but... I would say two easy avenues would be the Academy for Diversity, Equity and Inclusion in Emergency Medicine, um, ADIEM, as well as the the DEI committee for SAEM. um, Are both avenues that you can definitely get involved in, in terms of talking about some of these issues and, uh, and trying to change the way that we treat patients overall. Was that enough of an SAEM plug?
0: That was an unsolicited essay of Fantastic, obviously. Um, Great. Anything else that you guys think that we should talk about or that you wanted to cover?
1: So the three pillars will be, like you said, education, research, and leadership. And so I think that we can can find some really great research questions in each of these pillars and try to move the needle for all of us um, in all three of these areas.
2: I would say that the other component of the consensus conference that sometimes gets lost is that um, every consensus conference has a huge amount of pre-work in terms of the amount of research that people do, in terms of looking at papers and seeing where we already are. And I will tell you that that work has taken place and there's a huge number of people that deserve thanks for that. Um, But I would say that the the folks that are on our committee and Nia, you're gonna have to help me with this, but um, uh, 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 Markita Norman, um,
1: Jen. Esther,
2: yeah, Esther, um, who else?
1: Amaz Desi.
2: Thank you. And uh, Melissa McMillan from the SAM staff is, is another person. And I'm sure we've left somebody out, in which case we apologize to them ahead of time. But, but they have been amazing. Uh, we have committee chairs uh, for each one of those different pillars. And they have been phenomenal in terms of emailing out different questions and emailing out the, the most recent Research that's available in terms of talking about some of these issues, in terms of uh, deciding what they're going to talk about during the consensus conference. And that, that amount of pre work often gets short shrift. And I think that we need to recognize that and really thank the people that have been involved so far.
1: And then I think I'll end by saying, you know, George Floyd's death led to what's been called the biggest outcry against racial injustice in the US in generations. And I'm really proud of all of us for putting in this work and coming up with this idea and trying to address the disparities that occur every day when we walk into a shift or every day when we're trying to move our academic career forward. And I'm hoping that this leads to a positive change.
0: Well, very much looking forward to it. And thank you both for your time this morning. And uh, we'll see you in New Orleans. See you there.